I wanted to be a wildlife biologist. I grew up in uh, Michigan where I, uh, yes, woo, Wolverines. I uh, studied biology. I got the opportunity to come to Alaska, which I took. And uh, I spent most of my summers for many, many years coming to Alaska and experiencing, you know, backcountry, counting walruses, tagging lynx, you know, doing stuff, you know, oh, it doesn't get any better than this. This is why we all live in Alaska, to see this kind of stuff. So then suddenly I made this connection with this individual, and he said, do you want to work in Antarctica? Uh, yes. You don't say no if someone asks you if you want to go to Antarctica. So I signed up. And um, <clears throat> we ended up, uh, um, of course, how do you get to Antarctica? Well, you take a boat. We were lucky enough to take a cruise ship. It was the Explorer, which is on the bottom of the Antarctic Ocean. It is. It actually sank in like 2005. That's a whole other story. I'll come back another, another month. Um, so we took this cruise, cruise ship. I've never been on a cruise. I'm from Michigan. A cruise ship. So we walk onto the cruise ship. Now, mind you, there are going to be four of us for the Antarctic summer. The two penguin guys, which I was one of them, Team Penguin, and over here was Team Seal. We walk onto the cruise ship, and the people that we meet there are, are only there because they're so rich. There's nowhere else on the planet for them to visit. <laughs> and I think the people that were on the cruise ship were used to their own kind, I guess you could say. So when we come on, you know, some of us have beards, and I'm wearing a turtleneck, and I've got holes in my pants. You know, we smell like, I don't know. Work. Oh, so, was, um, we, so we walked onto the cruise ship, and it was like the Beatles. Everyone there, ah, they just came to us, and they wanted to, us to tell stories, and what's it like to be a biologist and stuff. It was, it was awesome. We were like rock stars. But to get to Antarctica, you've got to cross the Drake Passage, which is a just giant bottom of the earth open body of water. It's very stormy. And I'm like, I'm on a cruise ship. This is cool. Look at the fancy napkins. Well, they didn't tell me about the Drake Passage. We encountered, on, uh, let me back up. The Beaufort scale is like the uh, scale of wind. A, a zero or a one is uh, smoke drifts lightly and delicately into the air. Twelve is bone-sucking, flesh-ripping winds that will destroy your face. We hid an eleven. And if I could, and, uh, you know, I wish if I could show you what it was like to be on this boat. I have never been on a cruise ship. I'm like, I want to go to the deck and see what it's like to be in the wheelhouse. <laughs> Not a soul was uh, around because because of the gravity that was happening, the g-forces. So as I'm walking to to the to the wheelhouse, it was like, you know, um, literally, it's like it, it, you know, you're you're just kind of grabbing onto something, and there was this sense of free fall. You're, you know, whoa, and you can feel all kinds of organs moving inside your body. And then, of course, as the boat hits the bottom of the wave, it's crushing pressure. And obviously, many people were sick. And I'm like, this is a really rough start of my season. <laughs> so we get to Antarctica. I was actually on an island. Again, four of us. Lots of weird things happen when there's four men in a very small camp in Antarctica. But again, I can come back for another story time. Um, <laughs> So they drop us off on our island, island, and again, it's the very early spring 
for Antarctica. This would have been like, oh, what's that, mid-November, end of November. So, like, to get to my study plots to Antarctica, or um, to the penguins, I had to ski. Who, who loves skiing? Nordic skiing? I love skiing. We live in Anchorage. Yes, I love skiing myself. Strap on my little boots. I know how to ski. It's great. So as I'm skiing out to my, my penguin plots, and again, don't, do, don't copy my technique up here. It's, there's, there's pelting, pelting ice in the air, shooting at my face. And it felt like someone had stapled, you know, they were stapling my face. And I'm like, man, this is hard. <laughs> Challenge. Yes, I'm, I'm a tiny man, but I can do this. <laughs> and as I, so as I'm trying to get out to my, my penguin plots to count the penguins, it's what I'm here for. Again, we all have to ski. So as I get up to this rise, there's this nice gentle slope into this valley. And looking out into this valley, there are all these little black dots along the way. Those are southern fur seals. This was like, oh, wow, it sounds like a fur seal. These, these fur seals, it was like skiing in Cambodia with landmines. As you'd ski past the fur seal, fur seals are very territorial at this. This isn't like a seal. Oh, look at the baby. These are, these are ocean bears. And as you ski past them, they wake up and they charge you. The way you stop a charging fur seals with your ski pole. I've never done this before. I take my pole and give them a thump. That literally just kind of turns them off and they, they take off. But of course, I've, I'm very nervous at this point. It scares me badly. Again, I'm shaking. You know, they, I have to do this every day. I love animals. I married a veterinarian. I was a biologist. I am a biologist. I study animals. I love animals, but... So when I, get to my, when I get to my penguin plots, not only do I have to count them, I have to lavage them. Anyone that speaks very fancy, lavage. I barfed penguins. I barfed penguins. But in the olden days, what did you do if you wanted to study what a penguin ate? I, you know, that's not good. I don't want to, we're not about that. We were trying to get stomach samples to find out what they were eating and all this other blah, 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 blah. But the way to do it was... You take the penguin as he returns with a full belly of krill from the ocean. You grab him, you stick him in your lap. Now, who loves penguins? I do. God was very thoughtful about these penguins. They have a lot of defenses. They're not just these cute little, look, it's a man in a tuxedo. They have very large claws, and they like to tear the inside of your thigh as you're holding the said penguin. But anyway, so as I have to open his, 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 his beak... My partner would insert a, 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 yes, 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 no, uh, a tube, and we would fill, fill the penguin with, with, with warm seawater. Now, it sounds terrible, but a lot better than the olden days. We'd flip him up, I'd squeeze him, he'd barf into a bucket. Now, at the end of this project, or at the end of this uh, puke in the penguin, he'd lift up his little, poor little, you know, dazed beak. And what does a penguin do when he's got barf on his beak? Shakes his head. It was like an herbal essence commercial in slow motion. I've got partially digested krill in my beard. Needless to say, I rethought my life after that adventure. It was a great adventure, but man. And now the only puking that I do is dealing with a two-year-old's vomit. So thank you very much.